Welcome back to this week's Absolute Worldy Football Podcast with Kyle and Joel. Hi, Joel. With Kyle and Joel. I'm Kyle. I'm Joel. We're here. Can we never call the the podcast with Kyle and Joel? I don't think we're famous enough for it to be with... Look, let me ask you a question. When the My Favourite Murder Girls started, were they famous? No, they were not. Were you comparing us to the My Favourite Murder Podcast? We are the football version of my favorite my favorite football <laughs> my favorite worldie my favorite worldie sure we do ask everyone what their favorite worldie is yeah or what their idea of a worldie <laughs> is <laughs> that's the my favorite murder chatbot i knew they'd have a chatbot they're so technologically advanced we will never call ourselves my favorite football <laughs> it's because it doesn't make any sense so we're back We've got a, a a return of a, a format that we just enjoyed so much during the World Cup that we thought we'd bring it back. The Watch Along. The Watch Along. I know what you're thinking. What on earth's The Watch Along? What is we, The Watch Along? It's where we watch a football match live, uh, obviously, because it'd be weird to watch it unlive. I have done that. <laughs> have you? Well, do you remember when we got knocked out of the semi-finals in the World Cup? Yes, vaguely. You weren't in the country. I was in Spain, so I couldn't watch it. So the first thing I did when I got back to England was watch the whole game. Oh my God, that's like torture. Yeah, but I could pinpoint exactly. It was like watching a bad relationship. What went wrong? <laughs> well, what what went right was was Kieran Trippier, and what went wrong was everything else. Exactly. But there was another England game that we did as a watch along with uh, Plunge Theatre. Do you oh, remember? Ah, yeah, I remember that. England's that was... first ever World Cup win on penalties. Just watching you, just bouncing around like a swearing, swearing a lot, and bouncing around like someone had lit a fire inside you. It was it was intense. And we thought, since it's the business end of the football season, April, May, there's quarterfinals, semi-finals, finals abound, that we would do some more watch-alongs. Yes, this episode of the Absolute Worldie Football Podcast will not be featuring this week's Worldie. It will not be featuring a classic Worldie. Some and... of you might be thinking, phew. <laughs> <laughs> some of you might be thinking, stop trying to push your tenuous formatting on us. We don't care. Others will be thinking, oh... Where's my This Week's Worldie? About two people will be thinking that. I think we both know who they are. Don't worry, they'll be back. They'll be back. They'll be back for next week's episode. But for this episode, we're going to have a guest come in. We're going to chat to them. We're going to ask them those probing journalistic questions of the style that you're so used to from us. Then we'll watch the first half of the game. Then we'll chat to them at halftime. Watch the second half of the game and chat to them at the end. We might even get some food. Kyle, I know what you're thinking. You'd be right. We're also going to get some wine. <laughs> Hang on, we're having a guest. You didn't tell me this. Oh, were you not... I thought you were organising the guest. No. Oh. I thought it was just the two of us watching Manchester United-Barcelona. Oh, oh no. that Nobody wants that. Who's coming then? I, I haven't asked anyone. Have you? I'm joking, I have. Oh, my God. I asked comedian <laughs> Natasha Anderson, and I think that's her at the door right now. Hold on. Yes, that's the Absolute Worldy Football Podcast doorbell. We're going to go open it, and we'll be back with Natasha Anderson after this. <laughs> Welcome, Natasha Anderson. Hi. To the podcast. We're so happy to have you. Thank you for having me, guys. I'm very excited to be here. Good. We're very excited to have you. Yay. I'm also very excited because we're getting takeaway. Yeah. (laughs) What takeaway are we getting? Have we decided yet? I don't know. We'll we'll plug it aptly at half time. Great. And then, what, they have to, like, link all social media things to... So if we get, like, a mainstream takeaway, we have to, like, tweet at... Imagine like, oh if we got, got to a stage where we could have free takeaway because oh. we plugged it. I'd take that as payment. Honestly, that's... Isn't that why we're doing this? <laughs> to why, eventually get free stuff? Isn't that why we do anything? Tash, I mean, um, 
Cash bought the wine, so that's very nice. Whoop, red. It's a Malbec, guys. Red to go with your team this evening. What game are we watching? We're watching Barcelona Man United, Champions <gasps> League. Whoop. Big game, big game, big game. Well, we'll talk, we'll talk about predictions later, but uh, welcome again, uh, Natasha Anderson, to Absolute Worldie. And as you probably know, because you're an avid listener, right? Obviously. Obviously. Joel every- always asks that. <laughs> yeah. every- and also, everybody always says yes. They lie. I actually do listen to you guys quite a lot. Oh, thanks very much. See? Kickball with foot football, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Fact, over the last six months, every time I've seen Natasha, I've had things such as when you get me on. Yeah, when you get me on the podcast. Mainly drunkenly. Well, hopefully, if we get if we get through the wine, hopefully by the time, by the end of it, by the time we get to half time, that was a great podcast. Guys. <laughs> Bloody loved it. <laughs> so, first questions first. Yeah, Natasha Anderson. Mm-hmm. What's a worldie? Uh, a worldie is something that's just like magical and amazing—a piece of like you know genius. I would say, maybe footballing genius, maybe like other things, other skills. Uh, what other other things can you think of that would off the top of your head that could have been a worldie? Um, like Brexit. Brexit. Yeah. That's definitely <laughs> that decision was definitely a worldie decision. <laughs> it's a worldie Brexit, guys. A worldie Brexit. What would that be? <laughs> I tell you what, Theresa tonight played an absolute worldie in that negotiation. <laughs> Said no one ever. Said no one ever. That's the most political we've ever got. Oh, love it. Love it. North London. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Natasha. Yes, Kyle. Now, have you heard of the other sort of um, looks-based meaning of the term worldie? Yes, I am an avid watcher of Geordie Shaw. Ah. Does ah. that, that originate from Geordie Shaw? Well, that's where I first heard of it. We've never found the, uh, the, the exact etymology of the word. I mean, I have an urban dictionary dip, but... <laughs> <laughs> Something to do during the game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I, uh, I do think that, yes. That's another way of using the word worldy. And if we're using it that way, yeah. And but still in a football way, who are your football worldies? Oh yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, so I go a bit rogue at times. So obviously you have your classics like David Beck's. He's yeah. always a worldy. Classic worldy. Classic worldy. But Not this week's worldy. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but sometimes I like to throw in there a bit of Marouane Fellini. Oh, wow, that yeah. is. Quite Why don't you explain him to the listeners who might not know about Marouane? He is a beast of a man. (laughs) In the nicest possible way. Um, He is very hairy and for some reason... I just have a you know a love for him that I can't under I can't explain. Is it is it is it so it starts at the fro? Starts at the fro. I just like a guy wearing his natural hair. I'm really appreciative appreciative of that. Well, did you see him after the haircut? The before, yes. Yeah, and still still would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the base understanding of a worldie. Exactly. Would you? I would. Yes. So he, Carry on. <laughs> he plays for your. He played for your team. Yes. But when he. Oddly, when they cut his hair off, they sold him. I know. It's because he lost his power. With hair comes power. It's a Samson and Delilah thing. Exactly. Samson and Fellaini. Samson. <laughs> Don't think that works. <laughs> Sounded nice. He's got, he's got one of those faces that I would say looks a bit like he's been, like, chiselled. You know, like, when Roman statues age badly? And, <laughs> age badly. and they lose... They, they lose... They get weathered. They lose and the they, definition. They lose the definition. It looks like someone just took a chunk of granite like, hacked at it for a bit and stuck a really curly wig on it. That's my version of Marouane Fellaini. Like a shit clown. <laughs> like a shit... <laughs> like a really shit clown. Hey, it does it for Natasha. Well <laughs> do. So, so, right, so Beckham on one level, 
for lady on another. Yeah, yeah. I I would say those would be my top two. Now, <laughs> supporting Man United as you do. Yes. With this accent, how are you getting away with that? Because uh, I knew this was going to come up. Right. And I would give you, you know, my party line, which is my family are from Manchester. Nice. So half of us support Man United, half of us support Man City. should quickly Ooh. point out that my dad's an Everton fan and I don't support Everton. I would also like to point out that my dad is from Barbados and supports West Ham. Okay. <laughs> but he never gets asked about it. Good question. So he's a West Ham fan. Your mum is a Man, Man United. Man City. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I'm Man United. So what memories do you have of, of, uh, of supporting Man United over the years? Um, so it was always a very much like in my family... Um, Half of them support Man City, half of them support Man United. My uncle supports Man United and my mum supports Man City. So it's very much a bit of a sibling rivalry. And that's how that developed. And as you were, you know, you got older, you had to make more decisions. I remember very early on my mum trying to press Man City onto me. Um, What era Man City are we talking? Like, (sighs) Georgie Kinkladzi? I mean... I wouldn't be able to tell you because I was more concerned with Eric Cantona uh, and yeah, yeah. the yeah. turned up collar and that type of, you know, coolness. The glory hunting years. <laughs> glory hunting. Do you know, I once watched a French film uh, in which Can- it was like a French film set, I don't know, like, I'm going to say, like, pre-revolution. And there's a very strange scene in which Eric Cantona is just standing there and the, uh, a group of people just make him drop trout. And he is very well endowed. Are you sure that wasn't Elizabeth? <laughs> With Kate Blanchett. No, he's in that as well. But I don't think there's a full frontal nude scene of Eric Cantona. He should be in more films. <laughs> but he's, I mean, phew, he's not, he's, he's not, it's not unworldly like. <laughs> Maybe that's why he had so much swagger on the pitch. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So is he, he one he... of your favourite uh, United players? He is one of my favourite United players. My favourite United player is Paul Scholes. Yeah. The um, ginger Pelé. Exactly. Pelé! Because I just like, uh, what I like about Paul Scholes is that he's the kind of guy that if he didn't get taken into football, you would find him on a Friday night in a dustbin holding a kebab. Like, <laughs> like Did he find the kebab in the dustbin or was it no, the your, cookie he, monster? He's your mate who on a night out just wanders off and next oh. thing <laughs> he's like, where's Paul? <laughs> Paul's gone missing again. And then he comes and you find him at like 3am in a dustbin after he's had a fight with like a doner kebab with chilli sauce and garlic sauce and like all salad. That's the uh, Paul Skulls chatbot going off there. He's got a lot to say on that. I'm he afraid. definitely would have a chatbot. He's quite media savvy. He did quit his job via WhatsApp as Oldham manager. Yeah. He did. But that was more recently. WhatsApp. Imagine quitting your job via WhatsApp. Well, Paul did. He's your mate. You found him in a bin. Yeah. You talked to him about it. Oh, that classic Paul. Classic, classic. Paul. Oh, classic ginger Pelé. So, uh, <laughs> other players of the Skulls Cantona era. Yeah. I've got one for you. Oh, yeah. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Bloody love him. Tell us a bit about him. I mean, what would you like to He still looks like 12 years old. Yeah, it's Which mad, is incredible. What also I find really kind of like um, weird is his accent. Yeah. Yes. Like, Where's he from? Norway? Somewhere like... No way. He has a Scandinavian (laughs) Northwest accent. Yeah. Yeah. Just so expected. Scandimank. Scandimank. Mankdenavia. Any more for any more? No. No, And he is now, of course, the manager of one of the two teams that we are going to be watching this evening. He is the the manager of Manchester United. Yeah. And obviously Champions League means a lot to him. 
Yes, because do tell. We did remind reminding you that a lot of our listeners no clue about football. So tell us about 1999. 1999, what a year. Um, <laughs> he was um, one of the. Was he the winning goal scorer? I can't remember. He, there were two goals. One was super sub, Teddy Sheridan, mm-hmm. and the other one was Ollie. Um, and it was 98, no, 89th minute, I believe, that won us the Champions League in 1999 against Bayern Munich. 1-0 mm. down. Yeah. With less than two minutes to go. Won the game, 2-1. Champions League final, the game was in. The New Camp, Barcelona. Ah, oh, full see. circle. Exactly. So Oli likes the New Camp. He's yeah. taking his team there next week. The home legs tonight is at the old is at Old Trafford, I think. Right. We should mm-hmm. probably know that before we start recording. I'm pretty sure it's at Old Trafford. I mean, the players are pretty well, much in the tunnel at this point. So it's too late, too, <laughs> well, late, they, yeah. too late to find out, really. <laughs> if they're in Old Trafford, they better be playing there tonight. They've not got time to get to the New Camp. No, in our luck, it's definitely in Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> Did you... <laughs> I'm trying to blame Paul Scholes to get Paul. Paul, Paul. classic Paul. Did you watch the Paris game? Easy jet flight. Did you see the last game where they they qualified for this round of the quarterfinals? So I didn't because I was, um, I think I had a gig that night. I had a comedy gig that night, so I missed it. But I do get the notifications on my phone because... During the gig? That's very professional. Yeah, (laughs) there are important things in life. Yeah, true. And that was one of them. It's quite a, sort of a very modern comedian there, phone in hand. Yeah. It's because I record myself doing my set, so um, so I record like voice memos so I can hear the laughter. So when I get when you home, go to sleep. <laughs> when I go to sleep, <laughs> they love me. I mean, you know, you could put the phone on airplane mode and just turn that off. <laughs> no, no, I want the notifications. Want notifications halfway through. I'm like, oh, we scored. Good work. I wonder if tonight we'll see any of, uh, speaking of big afros, thinking about Mario and Flynn, I wonder if we'll see anything tonight of Chili the Tong, uh, oh, that's not his name. Talith. Talith Chong. What a wonderful, wonderfully named and wonderfully haired young man. He's a, a <laughs> very, very big haired Dutch teenager. He came on in the Paris game because at that time the squad was thin, ravage of injury. Yes. But they're, they're, they're all back to fitness. Um, I think so. Maybe I haven't We're about to find out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out fairly soon. They might be fit, but whether we get to the end of the match is another thing. Yeah, Are you worried about the game? Um, I would. I would. It would be. I would be lying if I said I didn't have concerns. Right. Um. But I mean, that's are they Lionel Messi-shaped concerns? Lionel Messi-shaped concerns, and also post Alex Ferguson era-shaped concerns. Right. Um. As well, because you know. Uh, when Alex left, we had a bit of downtime. I don't know Did if you, you guys. I wasn't aware. No, no, it kind of peaked with a uh, Jose. Ah, um, oh, Jose. Yeah, um, I always think it when Jose Mourinho when he starts off looking like sharp in his suits and everything. When he starts going like full kind of like hobo look, you know it's done. <laughs> Kebab dustbin. <laughs> yeah, he's like mid <laughs> skulls at Oceana. <laughs> Hobo Mourinho is is, uh, is the clear point when he's just on the da- he's on he's the done. turn he's given in. Well, let's hope that tonight continues this sort of turnaround in Man United's fortunes. So let's hope for a good result against Barcelona. Predictions? Oof. Oh gosh. Do you want me to go first? Yes. Uh, I think it'll be one all, which is a good result for both, but probably slightly better for Barcelona, assuming that the game that we haven't researched is actually at Old Trafford. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I, I'll go next. Okay. Um, you'll be pleased to know I've already played this game out on FIFA this afternoon. Great. Uh, as our listeners learned way back when in episode one, you've been playing a lot of FIFA recently. I mm-hmm. have. I'm trying to kick the habit. 
It was nil nil. Ooh. God, considering you've been playing a lot of FIFA, that's not great, is it? <laughs> I was playing as Manchester United. It was a difficult game. Uh, I hope for more goals than that. I want to enjoy tonight more than a nil nil. But that's all right. We've got a bottle of wine. Yeah, and we're some, gonna have fun anyway. And some sponsored takeaway. <laughs> Bye. Insert sponsored t- uh, food here. <laughs> Sash, your predictions. My prediction. I'm gonna be so. My Man United fan in me tells me that we're going to win it. However, my realistic um, person tells me that I'm going to go for maybe 1-0 to Barcelona. <gasps> oh, pessimism. I know, I know. But that is also because then next time when we go to them, hopefully, um, we will you know, pull it out of the bag and do a bit of a classic Man United. Yeah. A classic worldie, if you will. Exactly. A Skolsia classic. Skolsia? Skolsia. Skolsia. Ole gonna sauce Ole gonna Scandimank. <laughs> Scandimank. Well, we're gonna go watch the Scandimank and his team of uh, full manks. They're not. Just <laughs> just one of them, really. Just Marcus Rashford. Anywho, uh, we're gonna go watch that. We're, we're, we're not even drunk yet, but it no, feels but good. Feel, we're just, you know, high on life. High on life and high on football. Uh, we will be back shortly, listeners, which for you will last barely any time at all, but for us, 45 minutes. Woo! You ready, See guys? See you half time. So ready. Okay, football is good. Football is fun. Football is there for everyone. I can't really be bothered to follow it properly, but I'll tell you one thing. I prefer it to broccoli. Kickball with football, yeah. Cool! me, guys. That was a half of football. It's been emotional. Has it? <laughs> what emotions? Just like devastation and, you know, I feel a lot for Luke Shaw right now because I've been there scoring own goals. You know, it's hard times. When? <laughs> um, true story. When I was a kid, my parents took me to a kind of football class or a football session and I was the only girl there and I went on, was having the time of my life, scored a goal, celebrated really hard, and then all the boys were like, it's a known goal, it's a known goal, he scored a known goal. And I got so upset and traumatised by it that my dad had to take me home because yeah. I couldn't continue anymore. Just to be clear though, you just kicked the ball into your own net. Yeah. Oh, hang on, you celebrated from scoring into your own yeah. net. Yeah, but Should I didn't been... realise, I was like five. <laughs> Right. I, I get that. I mean, you've seen a ball going to a net, that's when they celebrate. Yeah, that's what happens on TV. Yeah. And technically, Man United scored. Like, so... That is true. It is listeners 1-0 to Barcelona at halftime, which in fact, Natasha, yeah. is the score that you had that, anticipated. Exactly. So if nothing happens for the next 45 minutes... I mean, it's going to be a long 45 minutes. <laughs> Do you think Luke Shaw's dad is now trying to convince Luke to stay on the pitch, even though he is in tears? <laughs> Luke, you can't go home. But I'm out of the next leg, Dad. I've got a double booking. I can't play. I'm suspended now. The boys all shouted at me, Dad. Well, you've got to finish this game, son. Did your dad try and persuade you to stay on? Do you remember? I just think he didn't think it was worth it. He was just like, it's just too hysterical. I mean, you'd also, he's probably ashamed. He probably <laughs> He shouldn't be ashamed. He still, You're a trailblazer. He still brings it up at Christmas. <laughs> You're a trailblazer for the woman's remember, game. Do you remember when you celebrated smashing the ball into your own goal? What a finish. But Ooh. to be fair, after that, I learned a very harsh, harsh lesson. And then I was the first school my, girl on my primary school football team. Bang. See? There you go. Hashtag this girl can. Is that this girl did? Now she's stopped. <laughs> so Tash, during the game, yeah, uh, we were talking about Solskjaer, and mm-hmm. Joel said, "I'm sick of people calling him a Fergie tribute act." <laughs> now, what did you say to that? 
I said, well, I've seen Oasis and they were pretty good. <laughs> Being an Oasis trivia. Yeah. I've also seen Bjorn again. Great. I've also seen Bjorn again. Yeah. I have not seen Bjorn again. Fabulous type. So do Bjorn again and Oasis, mm-hmm. like, do they just play uh, ABBA and Oasis songs? Yeah. Yeah, if they try to play anything else, I believe. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> Oasis just play Morning Glory and that's it. And then they play Wonderwall. We've had a great time. Hi, we've been Bjorn again, but we're now going to play some of our own tracks. <laughs> don't, don't bother. This is a track of our new album. <laughs> yeah, it's probably harder for you know how like really famous musicians when they bring out a new album after some years gig and they complain yeah. about uh, fans only wanting to hear the greatest hits. Yeah, like Radiohead do that all the time. It's like we only want to hear Creep. Oh, <laughs> I also like uh, Subterranean Homesick Alien. <laughs> what the hell is that? It's one of their tracks. Oh, right. Um, yeah, sure. Well, uh, you know what? The actual fans of United certainly don't think he's a Fergie tribute act and they've made up their own song about Ole. <laughs> well, I was hearing a tune consistently through that half that it, it, it wormed its way. It was an earworm of a tune. Why don't, you, like why don't you say the words rather than sing the song? <laughs> what was the implication there? Oh, I love it when you sing it. Well, then sing it. No, I don't. I, I, want, I would like to hear the exact words. Have you Googled them? With Ole at the wheel, how does it feel? We've got... <laughs> Sanchez, Paul Pogba and Fred, Marcus Rashford's a mank born and bred. And there's another line there. Is that it? We've got one. Um, I love the song. It's a bit of an earworm. You might have heard it in the background if you are watching this game. Um, but we think it's probably been written by Mick Hucknall. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> he, great songwriter. Um, Fairground is an absolute bang of a tune. And I think he doesn't get enough credit. Well, maybe we should try and make up our own United song to the tune of Fairground in the second half, Dash. I say we, I mean you. Yeah. I, I will get my creative juices flowing. By the time we come back to you, we'll have a, <laughs> oh, God. a Simply Red version. Exactly. It's fine, guys. Did you not hear that I am a superstar songwriter as well? I didn't know. I think we were, uh, uh, I was about to say just a stand-up comedian. Just, <laughs> just a stand-up comedian. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely not a songwriter, but yes, I do do stand-up comedy. So when the, we were, you and I were watching them walking onto the pitch at the beginning of the game, the Barcelona <laughs> players in tracksuits, we didn't like that. No, we didn't like the tracksuits. It was like, what are you trying to suggest about our weather? Like, have you not warmed up enough? Do you need to keep the heat in your muscles? Are you that precious? Well, whatever they did, it worked because they are winning. They're like, you know, when you're at um, when you're at school and you like play as team sport, and the other team turns up and they've got like matching jackets. You're yeah. like, oh, these knobbers. Like, <laughs> yeah, my my, my that school... wasn't my school. My school was like, bring your own shirt. Yeah, my school we didn't have a kit. We just had to play, but then and they said, then we got. Compla- How did you know who was on your team? Yeah, but we got complaints from because we knew who was on our team by the fact that we didn't know the other school. Oh, okay, but the, the other schools started complaining about playing us because they yeah, uh, random kids were just running on the pitch. Well, as far as they were concerned, like, we were just a, like a hodgepodge of whatever shirt we wanted to wear that day. Nice, nice. Yeah, today I'm gonna go for the checks. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Cheesecloth. Uh, that that song, by the way, I've just looked it up. Uh, yeah. is to the tune of the 1991. One uh, Stones hit Waterfall right. Rolling Stones Yes Oh wow well, we'll have to listen to that In the break Yeah Get the tune right Tash do you get nervous um, Obviously we were Sort of thinking Maybe the Man United players Were nervous for the game Do you get nervous for a gig I love the way That you keep on trying To re- like relate these questions Back to the to Man United <laughs> yeah. How can we your... <laughs> Seeing as you are The living embodiment Of Manchester United obviously. As a comedian as... <laughs> Yeah I uh... think that was quite nuanced <laughs> 
billion. I'm really enjoying it. Do you know um, what's not nuanced? Bringing up your own level of nuance. <laughs> I mean, neither's been criticised. <laughs> um, do I get nervous before a gig? Sometimes I do. It depends, really. If it's like a new place that I haven't done before, or if they're like people in the audience who I know... Um, who haven't seen me before, then I tend to get a bit nervous. Or if I'm testing out new material, because there's nothing worse than like thinking you've written something hilariously funny, going on stage and testing it out for the first time, and people are like, mm, really? When you write a joke at home, do mm. you laugh out loud to yourself if it's a good one? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> do you go, ah? Uh, genius. <laughs> Got it. Um, no, I, I, I don't laugh out loud to myself. I just think, I'd, it's probably be more a bit like I would write something or I'd start to write something because it's something that someone said or something that's happened. I think actually that to me is funny. And, you know, I like to think that if I find it funny, someone else in the world will as well. Um, I was quite embarrassed the other day when I was walking on the street um, in a very arrogant way listening to this podcast and I laughed a joke that I said <laughs> and I thought... I'm not only one of those, you know those people when you see them walking on the street and they've got headphones in and they're laughing? Well, they Bluetooth headphones as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Even classic. worse. And I just hate those other people when they're laughing to themselves. And I thought, not only do I hate myself for <laughs> laughing to myself in the street, I also hate the fact that I'm laughing at my own um, joke. And then we like, remember that for another time when I'm feeling down. Oh my God, remember the cracking joke that I made? No, no, I thought I'd remember it and then bring it up on the podcast yeah. in the most meta way possible. <laughs> well, I like the idea that listeners... You may also find our podcast Laugh Out Loud funny. And if you do, laugh out loud wherever you are. On the tube, walking down the street, sure. And if Joel sees you, he'll think you're weird. But you don't know him, maybe. You probably do. The chances are at this stage you probably do. (laughs) Or you could write a comment and say, found that Laugh Out Loud funny. Oh, that'd be nice. Do comment, comment. And we'll keep a tally of who gets the the most Laugh Out Louds. The most Laugh Out Loud. Laugh Out Louds. We've had half a bottle of wine. The other half Uh, is to come. More importantly, we also ate. We did. During halftime, listeners. Who are we sponsored by, Kyle? <laughs> this meal was brought to you by Baba Yani of 528 Holloway Road. Although it does say Hollowad Road. <laughs> there goes no. our sponsorship. There goes, don't point up. I mean, if they were ever going to sponsor us, not that they were. Like, Baba Yani, if you are listening, food, amazing. Yeah, so we really uh, hopefully that's outdone my typo. Turkish food. Excellent. I'm yeah. a big fan. We may have over-ordered. We've over-ordered on Lamacan and on P-Day. We got one P-Day and two definitely arrived. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a lot of food. But we're making up... We've got another 45 minutes to finish off. And yeah. if it continues to be as depressing as this for Manchester United... I'm going to we'll, be eating my feelings. Yeah, we'll all need to eat our feelings. Eating our feelings? Yeah. <laughs> Never heard the term eating your feelings? No. What does that mean? It means like if you're sad or like... You had low. such a happy childhood, didn't you, Kyle? <laughs> no, Kyle just didn't eat. <laughs> I ate mainly brown food in my childhood. <laughs> Chips and fried meat. No, not fried, battered. Uh, breaded. Breaded. Yeah. What did you eat at football? Uh, football games? Yeah, if you went to the football with your dad. What did, we, did you we, eat? We'd probably have McDonald's on the way. You wouldn't eat at the ground? No, we didn't like to queue. My dad, we didn't eat at the ground either, but my dad would just buy uh, five chocolate bars. That's nice. We'd bring our own sandwiches. Would you? Yeah, oh. football tickets cost enough. That's a really, that's good. Were they prawn sandwiches? No. 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 No, no Chelsea. No. <laughs> Not that kind of, not that kind of fan. No, it was proper sandwiches, corned beef. Proper My... northern sandwiches. Corned beef with the buttered or not? Buttered. Buttered corned beef sandwich. Yeah, I wouldn't eat it now. No, I don't think. I live that. in North London now. <laughs> <laughs> I want hummus. 
hummus and, and a co- flatbread. I was going to say hummus and corned beef. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a mixture to be admired. Well, organic hummus. <laughs> Back to the football, guys. Really? <laughs> uh, I felt like uh, Messi got a oh, bit uh, corned. He was messy. He got messy. He got corned beefed up with the... His... Oh, tenuous. <laughs> that was that was terrible. That was terrible. There was, was some corned beef happening on the pitch. Nice corn space beef. beef. There's beef. a lot of beef in this game. A lot of yeah, tensions. Yeah. Tension. It's heating up. Well, it, it, it is. The players are coming out of the tunnel as we speak. Yeah. Uh, no doubt, listeners, you already know the final score, but we sure as hell don't. Uh, it's one nil to Barca. Final predictions. I think we're in for a long forty-five minutes of absolutely fuck all happening. So finishing one nil to Barca, yeah. as you predicted before the game, Kyle. I'm going to stick with my nil-nil from original. Right, <laughs> that makes no sense. And I'm going to go with my original, which was one all. Uh, listeners, we'll see you on the other side of li- this and we'll be totally compass mentors and having watched 45 more minutes of football. Ta-ra! Woo! watch football so I can hang with my friends It's nice to be included sometimes Kickball with football, yeah! Excitement! Not a lot. (laughs) Natasha Anderson, how do you do it? How do you predict this game so effectively? Guys, I'm not going to lie. There's Sometimes I just wake up and I'm like, today I'm going to be a genius. (laughs) And today was one of them days. Why didn't I call you before I went to the bookies? You said you weren't going to talk about the bets you had on. It's fine, I didn't say about the podcast. (laughs) Now I've said them. I backed Chris Smalling for first goal scorer. 40 to 1. There's a reason why it was 40 to (laughs) 1. So listeners, as as those of you who follow football will know, and as those of you who don't follow football are about to know, it was 1-0 at half-time, and it was 1-0 at the end. And it wasn't a boring half of football. No. I mean, I think we got more distracted by just general chatting and and finishing off the bottle of wine, but... I would say the most upsetting point of that half was when we Googled the Man United chant and found out that it's actually a Stone Roses song and not a Rolling Stones song. Yes, I need to send myself to Khrushchev Correction Corner and uh, uh, realise that, of course, of course, it's a team from the North West... It's a team from Manchester. Makes so much sense when you think about it, but us with our little North London brains. Yeah. Waterfall by Stone Roses is the infamous song covered by the Manchester United fans, uh, the lyrics to which we gave you uh, in the previous segment. To be fair to all three of us, the song is slightly before our time. It is. It's not. It's 1991. I mean... Is our time when I, we were five? I feel like my time started... As you remember... My... From day zero. <laughs> It's 1986, now is my time. Yeah. Guys, as we remember, when I was five, scoring own goals left, right, and so that was not my time. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I love that you got in the car, your dad <laughs> drags you away from the... You still got your boots done up, and then he puts the radio on, and along comes Waterfall by Stone Roses, and that's God, the soundtrack of your own goal. And he yeah. said to you, are you going to support West Ham like me, Natasha? And you said, no, Dad. No. Can you not hear what's on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> that is an amazing time warp, though, because, you know, 20 years later... No, not 20. More than that. (laughs) 20-something years later, (laughs) Luke Shaw's in his dad's car on the ride home and you can still hear the fans singing the same song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a terrible thing when a a game finishes 1-0 to the away team and the only goal scored is an own goal. Just miserable, really. 
Any hopes for the second leg, Natasha? I told you before, my prediction is is that we'll do 1-0 uh, to Barcelona today and then we'll steal it in the next leg. Oh, I hope wow. so. I explain, really hope so. Explain the permutations, Carl, for anyone who doesn't understand. So what, what is this? Is the first leg of the quarterfinals? First leg of the quarterfinals, a two-legged tie. Uh, away goals do count. So the fact that Barcelona have scored means that Manchester United have to score to progress. Right. To the semi-final where they will play one of? Either... Manchester, this is them, either Liverpool or Porto. <laughs> either Liverpool or Porto. Well, I mean, I'll be honest with you, uh, I had high hopes for this game coming in. About the first 15 minutes, I thought, good gosh. <laughs> good not, gosh. not necessarily the language I used at the time. <laughs> this is an exciting game. And then from then on, from the moment Barcelona scored, it kind of got shut down, really. It did. But you know what? I think, you know, there were a lot of positives to take out of it. Was it the fact that we found a really good Turkish restaurant? We on... found a really good Turkish restaurant on... Hollywood Road, Hollywood Road. <laughs> and also, you know, I always enjoy an opportunity to question Chris Morling's hair. Yeah. I don't quite understand why it grew so fast. How would you describe his look right now? It, oh, interesting. I would probably go for, um, it's a look of a mixed-faced kid back in primary school where the parents didn't quite know what to do with the hair. Wow. That's what I would You would call for. Chris Morning's look bad white parenting at this point. <laughs> bad white... I mean... <laughs> I didn't want to go that deep, but essentially... Right. Was... <laughs> Have you heard Chris Morning talk? Not for a long time. He's from Maidstone in Kent, right? He sounds a lot like the character from the IT crowd played by Richard Ovade. Not like you expect a footballer to sound. Well, it's sort of very nasal. Come on, lads! Keep playing. It's, we've got to score in the second leg. Everything's still to play for. Don't get your heads down. Come on, Luke. I know you're not playing. Ignore, <laughs> ignore your dad. You're still going to come on the plane and support us. That's the longest, that's the longest sort of skit we've ever done on this podcast. And I think there's sudden realisation of why we don't do skits. I, well, I personally, I thought it was incredible and you are very talented. Well, maybe we'll try and get on the phone to Chris in the future and see if he'll, he's got anything to say about it. I'll call him up and interview him from now on every week. I'll check my Tinder, see if he comes up. <laughs> <laughs> Natasha, <laughs> before the second leg, have you got any gigs coming up? Um, I do. I think I have a couple around North London way because, you know, I don't like to go too far yeah, fair across enough. the river. Um, and I know I've definitely got some at the end of April. The, uh, I think I've got the 30th at um, a lovely little gig called uh, Funny Women at the Betsy Trotwood um, in Farringdon coming up as well. That's the We've been to the Betsy Trotwood before. Yes. It's right by the old Guardian building. Yes, indeed. The 30th of April, was that? Yes. Funny Women April. at the Betsy Trotwood. Yeah. Well, we will, listeners will be there. Will you be there? They say they will be there. Yes, obviously. Okay, okay. We'll see you there. And uh, obviously, if I see you walking on the street just saying, yes, of course, uh, uh, out loud in, while you're listening to your Bluetooth headphones, I'll know that you're responding to that question and therefore won't think that you're a dick for laughing. <laughs> Chris Smalling, will you be there? Yes, I'll be there at the Betsy Trotwood if I'm not already on the pitch playing. <laughs> I just don't know how I feel about this. Quickly tell that anecdote about his name. So Chris Smalling is a centre-back for Manchester United. Tash has already uh, pointed him out for his hairdo, uh, which I think is quite snazzy. Uh, but his old manager for Manchester United, before Jose, was a man called Louis van Gaal, a, a Dutchman. 
who <laughs> had Chris Smalling as his captain, but called him Mike Smalling to his face in a press conference. And what do you do in the situation? Tash, it, it was the ultimately office embarrassment. Well, you've just got to be Mike now, haven't you, really? <laughs> Mike from now on. Mike. I, do you know what I wonder is? I wonder what thoughts went through Chris Smalling's mind as Louis van Gaal called him uh, Mike. I reckon he was a bit like, who's Mike? Oh, Mike's me. Mike's me. Oh, God, he's talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nod. people don't think when they look around, like, talking to me? Me? <laughs> oh, God, they're all going to call me Mike now. <laughs> Might be the best impression you could do. <laughs> Who? That wasn't me. That was that was, cool. that was that was Mike Smalling in the room <laughs> on the phone. Well, I've learned a lot today, guys. I've learned uh, I've learned that uh, Turkish food and red wine and football great combination. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one I will certainly be repeating. I've learned that uh, for a Cockney red. <laughs> you're, a, you're a very pleasant person to watch football with, Natasha Anderson. Why, thank you very much, Joel. Natasha, where can we find you on uh, social media? So you're on Instagram. I'm on Instagram and I'm on Twitter as well, and they are both Tashi McTasherson. Tashi McTasherson. Yeah. Well, if you just look up Natasha Anderson, they come up as well. Oh, that's useful. Fancy. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't know how to spell Tashi McTasherson. No. We'll put it. We'll put it in the like blurby bit. Yes, we, yes will. we will. We will put it in our blog. Promoting myself. We'll talk to uh, we'll talk to the podcast editor, this guy Mike that I know, and uh, he'll put it in for us. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Natasha, thank you so much for being on our podcast this week. Thanks for having me, boys. I really enjoyed it. And listeners, we hope you enjoyed uh, this uh, this sort of slightly different take on uh, the Absolute Worldie Football Podcast. We'll be back soon with Classic Worldies and this week's Worldies, uh, and normal play will resume, won't it, Kyle? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I was talking to Kyle, Mike. Not sorry, yeah. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Kickball with football, yeah. And that, Kyle, is how you do a watch-along episode. In case you'd forgotten. Yeah, that was, oh, that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? It's just a shame the game did not live up to exciting expectations. It really didn't. But at the end of the day, we had fun. We ate food, we drank wine. Mike Smalling came and joined us. And most importantly, Natasha Anderson, what a joy. Loads of fun. Um, her Instagram again, in case you were wondering, uh, at Tashi McTasherson. Tashi McTasherson. Follow her. Follow us as well, because you know, guys, can't ask you enough for those ratings, those reviews, those subscriptions. Subscriptions. I think that's the easy one. Just subscribe, and then you're never going to miss an episode or a watch along or a bulletin, which we aren't going to do when we do watch alongs for those statos out there. Sorry. Yeah, we feel like we apologise to our statos too much. I mean, they're probably. Like, a, a, you know a big section of our listenership good point sorry statos we enjoy a bulletin they'll be back don't worry uh but frankly we really enjoy watch along we'll be doing some more uh we may even be taking some visits to some grounds that's right guys we're taking this seriously we're taking it on the road in a old car absolute <laughs> worldy road show people are gonna be coming up to us going are you the absolute worldy guys and we'll be like no don't know who those guys are <laughs> and then like there'll be a soundtrack after that we'll just be playing in the ether and they'll give us away yeah because as me and kyle walk along the street as well as me laughing at people as i admitted to in this episode uh there's also kickball with foot football yeah the whole time and i'm just going to be reappropriating the manchester united chant waterfall to the actual tune, the real tune. A You're sort of more chilled out, you know, Brit poppy song. I think if there's one thing I've learned 
off mic uh, from this episode, Carl, is that you hate the fact that football fans take existing songs, turn them into football chants, and by deem of them turning them into football chants, lose the original tune of the song. No, I love appropriation of songs. It's great. It's one of the best things about being a fan. But you don't have to stereotypically live up to your, you know, your billing as a toneless, tuneless wonder if you're a football fan. Keep the tune. Make it... Make it choral. Why not? I, I, I take your point. And a highlight from on on mic this episode. Mine is obviously finding out that Paul Skulls is everyone's uh, mate who goes out to the club, then disappears, and you find them eating a kebab in a bin. Mine would be either Scandi Mac or Mike Danavia. <laughs> uh, and uh, the real hope that I have for the future and any future watch logs is if we ever do watch Manchester United again A, that Tash will come back because what a pledge but uh, more importantly uh, that uh, Mike Smalling will come join us again oh I'd love to meet this Mike you keep talking about oh he was great he was wonderful I'm also looking forward to having some more sweet sweet takeaway <laughs> Till then, listeners, we thank you so much as ever for joining us. Like, share, subscribe. Bye, guys. Bye. That was the Absolute Worldy Football Podcast by Kyle Ross and Joel Samuels with theme music by Adam Janot Wazowski and Amar Chada Patel. Absolute Worldy is dedicated to the memory of Liam Seeger, who designed our beautiful logo. Please do remember to like, share, subscribe, give us a rating, and follow us at Worldy Podcast. Goodbye. Watch along, watch along, watch along. Kick ball with fur, fur.